ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, aliens of all shapes, sizes, colors, ages, and those visiting from the shadow realm that wish to listen to our podcast. Hello everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of the internet's most hated mafia-themed geek podcast, Long Coat Mafia Podcast. It is I, the one, the only Reverend Godfather, a.k.a. the Martinsburg Madman, a.k.a. This show's frontman and main host. It's our Wednesday episode, ladies and gentlemen, and fear not, it's not a filler episode, so don't worry, this is a brand new episode with me and Sasha, the Princess of Darkness, and it's part one of two, so hit that subscribe button, whatever platform you're listening to on, whether it be Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, or whatever. Hit that subscribe button because you don't want to miss out of what we're going to be talking about this Friday when it drops. So please do that. You don't want to miss it. Uh, That being said, you're going to hear some reused assets from this episode appearing in that episode. So with minor little tweaks from me on the editing end of things. So don't worry about it. But what is talked about in part one besides the usual pre-show and why are there two parts? Well, this episode, including the pre-show, was almost three hours long. So what I did is to kind of cut to the chase with what is said between the pre-show uh, and the first part, main part of the episode. Uh, we have that, this, and end of what we want to go into the meat and potatoes of that, which is uh, Five Nights and Freddy movie, uh, I think also Rick and Morty stuff and that whole jazz is in that section of thing. that's part two. So stick around for that. In this side of things we have, we're talking about a lot of drama and locales, so uh, stick around for this, listen to this. You want to get caught up. You want to know what's been happening between me and Sasha over the past few weeks where it's just been uh, filler episode after filler episode. And speaking of filler episodes and all that, I hope all of you have listened to this past Monday's episode. If you don't listen to our Monday's episode, I've been dropping uh, Lost Media episodes for a while on Mondays. Yes, it's mostly been a funk podcast called the Covert Cast, uh, check it out, go back, download those episodes, find which one you want to look at, because we've talked, or I should say, they, they've talked about Mothman, UFOs, EVPs, uh, Bigfoot, Area 51, the whole nine yards, so check those episodes out if you haven't already, and you can listen to them while you're waiting for uh, part two to drop, and, and, and don't forget, this Friday, Thursday, is Thanksgiving here in the States. So it gives you a chance to get caught up on what you've been missing well, on your way to have Thanksgiving dinner at your friend's house, your relative's house, or uh, family, another family member's house that day. Or, or while you're waiting in line on Black Friday. So download what you can. And remember, all our stuff is free. So... Um, let me cut to the chase. Uh, you're going to hear about some couple of low, locales, um, and you're going to hear about uh, some drama and the whole nine yards. 
But for those of you who are unsure what locale means, whether uh, you never heard the term before or uh, you're just a little bit in the older demographic that is completely unfamiliar with that term, uh, locale is pretty much internet slang or general slang for a person whose eccentric or foolish behavior can be exploited to amuse onlookers. Uh, but it also kind of extends to the point that um, someone's behavior online or uh, has come out that uh, it's just so entertaining that you, it's a train wreck. You can't look away. So therefore, uh, that person has become a wall pal. Um, it, it's just drama. A lot of times, like, uh, you, if you hear something, let me put it like this because it's come out recently. Uh, some people are considering uh, what's been happening between uh, uh, some ordinary gamers and another internet uh, YouTube investigator and the completionist uh, in regards to the completionist's uh, charity, uh, what's going on, people can consider that a woe cow with that drama because it's so entertaining, you can't look away so that you want to hear more and more and more. And we'll go into two of the most famous or currently famous uh, examples in this episode. Plus, we have a few things on the other side of things for all of you, yes, I know this episode is going to be a little bit close to, if not a tad bit more than two hours, but, but, uh, let me say this, uh, George, hit the button so we can get started, please. Thank you. We'll be right back with more of the Long Coat Mafia podcast. Shock and Terror! With Sasha, the Princess of Darkness, and Chris, the Martinsburg Madman, in Sasha After Dark, the podcast of darkness, reboot. What topics are we covering today? Trying to remember. Okay, um, you're lucky I wrote shit down. (laughs) FNAF. Okay. Um, You've seen it? Yeah. Peacock. Yep. Um, the Don't Eat Gum Drama. The what what? The Don't Eat Gum Drama. That uh, couple that, you know, got kicked out of uh, Scarefest. Oh, okay. Movie. Okay, Don't um, Eat the Gum Drama. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, and those like you want me to bring up uh Craig Blake. Oh, because that was related. Um, he's like an artist that did something similar. And yeah, he's been reported to several other shows, and like it's a different scenario. You know what I mean? Yeah, but we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll do that deep dive and this at least on my end that we could probably talk about. I don't know how much um least uh, on my end uh, because I didn't really I was saving it for us chatting is that my experience at the Ren Fair promoting um, that was at at the end of October Ki um, Hoi Kwan um, stealing his scenes in Loki season 2 um, 
He's the dude that was in uh in everything everywhere at once, aka Yeah, Indiana Jones. Yeah, no, yeah. He was also in yeah. Encino Man as the compute uh the president of the computer club. I found that out this weekend. Um and didn't he also uh, play Data and Goonies? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Um and um the new uh Rick and Morty voices. I haven't really watched the new season yet, so I'm probably gonna have to let you Go on. I've, I've basically watched like the trailer. I mean, I can pop on HBO Max and watch them. I I guess, but and I don't know if you want to cover. And I could also rant about. Um, I got a. I watched uh the gesture featuring Jesse L. Green. Okay, I mean guy that we know. Okay. It's a it's an indie film. Um, you know how we are in regards to hearing indie films, so we have a lineup, we have stuff to, we have shit to talk about and shit that we could uh, hashtag rant about, so. Indeed, indeed. So what's the verdict? Ver- you went longer? Don't want the color to affect your brain cells. Actually, it's my natural color. <laughs> Explains a lot. Yeah, because even my natural hair is like up against my shoulder blades now, and it's getting everywhere. Willow's been laughing at me because difficulties eating and uh, freaking myself out, thinking that something's moving from behind, and here it's just my hair whipping. (laughs) It has made some interesting evenings at work where I'm just like, hello, (laughs) hello, (laughs) because, you know, I work in my section pretty much alone. Yeah, before we, and even though this is free show, uh, free show shit, folks at home, like, comment, subscribe, usual things. Don't forget I've to got, engage with us. I've what? got the perfect name for our pre-show stuff. What? Since it's exclusive to like OnlyFans, and then whenever you stick it up for, uh, you know, Long Coat Mafia podcast, we can call it the I'm Gonna Pre-Show. <laughs> I'm going to pre-show. I'm going to pre. Sponsored in part by. Dubby. Dubby. Have you snorted your W today? <laughs> Since the we're too tiny for uh, uh, anything like that, I don't think they they're not really bitching about. Well, at least I didn't receive an email saying don't tell people to snort W. So. However, you intake W, that's on you. Something they'll see us with pipes here soon, trying to light it. (laughs) Drinking it is not doing it anymore. You see me over here? We're going to the source. We're going to the source. Oh, straight on in. But now it's it's been an interesting couple of weeks. But yeah, anniversary stuff was fun yeah so that's that's a plus and concert last night was wow like uh i know I it, it was funny. It, it's it's been a while uh folks at home watching or listening i know it's been a while i know you're sick and tired of my end with all the the filler shit uh regards to everything and uh 
I know I'm tired of it. You're tired. Uh, you listeners are tired of it, but here's something new. Depending on how long we're doing this, this episode, I might split it up in two parts. Instead of it all being on Wednesday, it might be Wednesday and Friday. So you we'll might take care of it in post. Uh, we'll do it in post. Um, I know uh, with uh, Sasha's anniversary, and thank you for that uh, uh, spaghetti zombie episode that we posted up on Halloween aspects. Um, that did rather well, I think. Uh, uh, how many got it? Might have gotten in the mid 20s. Maybe, kind of, sort of. Um, but. I, well, there are some popular Fulci films, like The Beyond, I think, is even getting like um, a reissue. Um, Grant slapped me oh, for that, not knowing this. But. From Beyond is just, it's just one Severin. of those mindfuck films. Severin is um, dropping The Beyond. It's very HP Lovecraft. Very, very HP Lovecraft inspired, but you can tell they were making it during the height of all the zombie stuff, so they have to put reanimated corpses in it for whatever reason. Um, but it's it, it's it's a head trip. Uh, so far it's up to twenty four total. Drop yeah, date on bad. October fourth, so it's not bad for us. Um, and right now. We do uh, it for the lulls, people. Yeah, we're 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 our own little low cap low cow podcast. And oh my god! So what? There's another update that we need to discuss since we discussed low cows. Guess who's back? Back again? Back on in. the internet, Christian. And, and we have confirmation. It is she, her. Uh, right now, for the sake of numbers for Sasha, um, between the first and the today, I'll say today, technically, since it's, well, soon to be tomorrow, according to Podbean, because they go by that Greenwich Mean Time bullshit. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, as of right now, Maryland's in the lead with 24 total downloads. That's right. These people, uh, crab people, crab people. Um, <laughs> below that is Florida with 16. Um, I think it's because we say Florida so often that they're like, What the fuck are these fuckers saying about us? <laughs> <laughs> then it's uh, Virginia. Uh, let me say this uh, it could be Virginia, West Virginia. Um, depending on where the people are located because I even I'm having trouble with that because if I download something um let's say I test download speeds using or I use one of my other accounts to make sure everything's playing right the files okay when download it doesn't come up as West Virginia it comes up as either Maryland or Virginia and even that's coming up as issues because there are because I'll put it like this because Virginia has some bans on certain websites. I can't look at those websites because it the server is I guess located in West Virginia 
uh, in Virginia. And it's like, well, you're not a West Virginia resident. Uh, yes, I am. No, you're not. You're living in Virginia. No, West Virginia is its own fucking state. Yep. Uh, I'll put it like this. It's mean is like um, uh, Virginia has this law that you can't look at. You need like an, a submit to a site like OnlyFans or OnlyFans um, that you need a to show an ID to prove that you are an adult, and uh, and therefore uh, a site that hasn't done it to OnlyFans yet, but sites like OnlyFans can be blocked. Uh, meaning, at some point, I could lose access to OnlyFans. Or res- people that subscribe to your channel and OnlyFans, if they're like in the West Virginia Panda handle, they could lose access to watching your content because, according to whatever uh, server that they're look being routed through, could be uh, showing that they're not living in West Virginia; they're living in Virginia, and therefore OnlyFans is a blocked site because it's pornography. Insane. It's not all. No, it, there are some but, comedians on there. Now, some of them don't wear clothes. <laughs> There's even some uh, cooking shows on there. And some of them chefs don't wear clothes, but not all of them. <laughs> hey, I've seen, I haven't seen, uh, TNA on TikTok. Well, there's TNA on TikTok, but there are things that are, you could tell what they're doing, and it leads, good chance if you went to that profile, it's leading to OnlyFans. So I'm like, jeez. Yep. Let me put it like this. There's a different, yeah, there's a good bunch of TikTokers that I follow that have OnlyFans, but I want to say they're not the ones that are going out and being uh, doing this equivalent of, I'm going to wear this busty, uh, very revealing stuff. I'm doing stupid dance, stripper dances on TikTok so they can lure simps over to their OnlyFans, but they, they're doing reacts or they're, they're doing actual content and they probably got over their time that they've been on TikTok, some bunch of folks going, I'd love to see your tits. And they figured, you know what? Hey, if it with everything, the price of gas and price of food going up, hey, if it brings in a couple extra bucks a month, you know, uh, then that's what they're doing. You know, it's like, Sometimes, sometimes I can go off the dollar menu. <laughs> yes, you know, uh, especially if they're doing like, hey, for five dollars a month, you know, for the first month or ten bucks, and it's not like I know there's probably a few OnlyFans folks that uh, if you want to see their TNA, it's thirty four ninety five a month. But you have the, a few other folks that's like, hey, it's like five ten bucks a month, and you know, hey, ten bucks. What's ten bucks? It's a value meal at Wendy's or something like that. And yeah. at least for thirty days, you you satisfy the urge of seeing your favorite TikToker uh, with their shirt off, or you know what have you. you know, it's it's like I tell people all the time. Like, 
if you're gonna spend money to look at somebody for whatever reason support your friends that are only fans because at least you know where the money's going it's not going to some right. major corporate conglomerate because like i have a good friend that's in that industry again no judgment um and she'll tell you straight up and up that like she gets screwed when it comes to residuals and royalties you think the whole actors and writers guild was a big deal no the adult entertainment industry gets pardon the turn of a phrase but royally fucked when it comes to payments i i spoke to uh she has her own youtube channel and all that but she does only fans you know for side hustle or whatever um she was doing a live stream. This was, I want to say, late last. It was like last year or something like that. And she was saying, yeah, I got, you know, uh, I'm only fans if you, you know, are interested in that. And I post up, you know, you know, lewds, nudes and all that. And like, I messaged, put in uh, the chat, like, you know, I feel like a creeper, you know, just, you know, subscribing to, subscribing to your channel, you know, and she's like, don't it, it i do it because i want to do it you have you know it's like you have my permission to do it it's it's why it's there you, you shouldn't yeah. really feel like the creeper but and in some ways it I, there are some cases it's yes one of the few times and this is how i see it but everybody's got a friend in their friend group that they stare at and we're like, damn, I wish I could see her naked or him naked. And and you know what? They might have an OnlyFans. And here you are supporting them. And it's the one few time that you can get away with being a perv. And they're going to be appreciative because, hey, you just spent $5 a month to help them out. Or more if you tip, you know. Right. And there are people, like I said, who are using the platform for more than that. You've got comedians that are getting discovered off of that platform. Um, like, for example, Matt Reif, big comedian right now. Um, it's rarely discussed, but he started on OnlyFans. And he just yeah, I know does who Matt is. He, And he does a lot of shit that he does that's hysterical. Yes, and he's not nude. He just tells jokes, and his whole thing is audience reaction. Because when you see one of his shows, if you go to another show for that later date, it's not the same crap because he does audience interaction. That show changes depending on who the audience is. And, and the thing is, yeah, I understand the aspects of that porn can be addictive. But when. So is gambling. So is smoking. So is gambling. So is so there's a, a lot of stuff. But with a lot of things that are out there, um, I'll put it like this because right now you probably, if you folks out there, if you heard the Wednesday episode, yes, it was a rehash of Sasha's panel that she did, I think back in 2021 in regards to mental health. Um, it was when you, that, uh, Waynesboro streets yes. thing, um, one from, the archives. one from the archives it's basically even though that there's a mental health awareness month november is men's mental health awareness and that should be mostly yeah. most important because men's and, mental health isn't addressed as much as it should be. right and right now a lot of folks out uh, there are a lot of popular tiktokers that are out there 
that bring up mental health and they're very good at explaining it. And um, one of the things that some can bring up that men are now having an issue when it comes to women, that it's not just, you might have folks that are look, looking as handsome or attractive as Matt Reif, uh, that they're, they're wait, 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 let's rewind. What? Did you just say Matt Rife is attractive? <laughs> it, people consider him a, attractive. No, 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 no. <laughs> you said <laughs> I don't say not well, as attractive. Well, as it's Matt either Rife. it's either Matt Rife or go with the standard. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't uh, judge Ryan Ryan, Ronald, Ryan, uh, Ryan Reynolds. So go against the norm. Go with Matt Rife. All right. <laughs> go against the norm. Since when do we go with the norm on this show? Um, just saying but, <laughs> but the, there's the issue of a lot of folks that it's like why don't you approach women it's like even no matter if they might have issues like I might have issues in regards to approaching women it's not the aspect of well it's more along is I'm not going to get I'm not fearing the no it's fearing the ew no I ain't t- talking to you and it's the whole aspect of at least with a site something like OnlyFans, I could see that person, whether it wearing a uh, not safe for work outfit or seeing them bare chested or fully nude without getting that ill no and getting away with it. It's getting that you. permission. Uh, but it's, let me say this. There is that aspect of knowing how far to, yes, you could be a creeper on OnlyFans as well, uh, but it's a matter of knowing if you're taking it too far. If you're taking it too far, please seek help. And in regards to men's mental health, yes, it's a thing. Um, it's and an important like thing. always, it's an important thing uh, because uh, there's even today, there's a lot of folks, oh, you shouldn't sharing your feelings you're a guy grow a spine grow up you know what what happened your balls haven't dropped yet you know that that whole aspect that's societal crap yeah and it's societal bullcrap and you have it's not just that when you have and another thing that a lot of women are kind of like well you we want it's that i'll say it like this it's that stereotype you see it, it come up on tiktok every now and again oh we want we want guys that are you know, emotional and all that, but when they become emotional, it's <laughs> you're, you know, X, Y, and Z, and it's, it's why it's an important it's thing. It's the whole ninth guy principle. You know that. Right. Yeah. Do I have to explain the ninth guy? Do, do you know what I mean by no. the ninth guy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, if it's the same thing I'm thinking about, it's the aspect of if you have eight, eight guys in a the bar, they're hitting on that woman, they're doing everything to get, you know, to get that girl to either notice them or what have you. And so when that knife guy comes in, he doesn't give a fuck about her. He's like, he, hey, might, sup, he might gets his drink and leaves. Yeah, sup, drinks up and just goes to the corner to, you know, and that's the, probably the guy that, you know, she's going to go with or might feel attracted to because he doesn't give a fuck about her. And it, it's sad, but it, it, 
And it's got That's an air truth. It's got an air truth. Yes, ladies, as a trans woman, I can agree that that is a problem. But, uh, and that's one of the few things working in a bar I've noticed because I have that aspect of I've been single for so fucking long. It's like, ah, fuck you. I don't need to. And I, I get a few, you know, glances and smirks. I'm like, but I'm not used to being flirted on. But that's that one of this fellow's opinion. It happens. It happens with booze and axes around. <laughs> <laughs> It can happen, sir. It can happen. It, it happens. But I know when alcohol is involved, it's, you know, hey, you're not. How much you had a drink? Oh, I had not. That's alcohol talking, not you. So you can call this when you're sober. <laughs> yeah. Here's my number. Call it when you're sober. Oh, here, let me leave you a note from your sober self. <laughs> Don't <laughs> do not do uh, this. Do not do that. Pizza's in the fridge. Dumb and dumbers beside the DVD player. You'd be as stupid as that movie is if you did any of the things I told you not to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the things I've been trying to do as of late for the folks that ha- do subscribe to, at least on my Twitter and the things I've been trying to promote um the new it's relatively new i don't know how long they've been around is good pods uh it's my folks it's similar to uh a lot of the podcasting apps that are out there but it's it's closer aligned with the podbean app meaning you can leave comments you can rate you can actually rate individual episodes so if you like an episode you can leave a comment on you know Tell folks what you like. You can share it to a feed. Um, Spotify is like that now, which is kind of cool. So, uh, but it's a little bit lesser now. Less, you know, they don't really push uh, the bigger creators on. Yeah, you could probably find bigger creators, but but no, with, with Spotify, like... it's interesting because you will hear even the smaller creators like tell people, "Hey, when you're done listening to this episode," because the way Spotify is set up you have to listen to at least one full episode from that creator before you can review them. And like, there are creators out there that are like, Hey, once you're done listening to us, and if you've listened the whole way through, please leave positive feedback because it's not how many people are listening. It's how many people are listening the whole way through the episode and then how well that show is reviewed. And that brings them up higher in search results on Spotify. Um, Because my friends from Camp Nightmare and JD and them, um, they're like, yeah, like you need to get on Spotify. And as long as you're promoting it and getting people to listen, um, it'll turn out. You know, you just got to get them to listen to that one full episode and boom. Last month, we had uh, 11 people listen to us on Spotify. Uh, Apple Podcasts has been our, uh, between Podbean and Apple Podcasts, we're our top two last month. Uh, with 121 being Podbean and 38 being uh, Apple Podcasts, and at least with this month, so it's back to November, uh, 49 po- Podbean, 26 Apple Podcasts, 
and three only Spotify. But I'm trying to weed folks off of Google Podcast because as of maybe next year sometime, uh, it's going to, uh, you, I don't know how YouTube is doing it. YouTube, in regards to their, uh, their podcast is, you know, how they handle shit is they, they'll probably fuck shit up. Uh, I don't know how, what's going on, how, you know, they're dealing with audio shit. Um, but when you look at the YouTube aspect of a podcast, it's strictly using a service like, um, a stream yard or something like that, or doing video stuff. It's trying to do a, like when I tried to put our RSS feed into it, it was like, no, we don't want that shit. I'm like, fuck. Um, yeah. So it's like, you know what? Google, fuck you. Uh, I'll promote, as long as I won't promote Google podcasts as much as I will good pods. Uh, I'll promote Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, and Spotify before I'll promote anything Google related except for our videos that we po- post up. So, well, I think what it is is with Google, they're all the time revamping how their algorithm works, and like they're always revamping that. And it's and to me, it's like just just let it go, let let whatever it's doing happen naturally. But we know Google, we know. You'll never let that happen. Believe it or not, uh, outside the United States uh, for the past couple of months, guess where uh, the second highest country is uh, in regards to listeners? Hold on. It's in the back of my head here. Is it the place that deserves anarchy? Anarchy in the UK? Coming someday, maybe. (laughs) No, uh, surprisingly, that was number three. Oh, um, Florida, of all the uh, countries out oh, there, I said which country. would be Australia. <laughs> Australia was number four. Oh. Oh, God. Number two was South Africa. Number two. Okay. Number two was South Africa. Second month in a row. Woo. Here's number and one. So uh, United States, USA, USA. Um, yeah, we're number one in prison systems and <laughs> spending and a listen, war machine. And listening to our st- us ramble on about shit. So, yep, that's what we do. We find a so topic, what, beat it to death <laughs> like a horse that's dead. <laughs> so, who'd you go see concert wise last night? Uh, we went to because Wednesday thirteen was playing. Grant, it's called Lilith's, but ever since the bands came on and didn't know how to enunciate the name, it just got kept getting called Little Tits the whole night. Because <laughs> again, bunch of metal, you know, hardcore metal rockers. Um, there was like Infected Rain, which was like this all chick metal band from Moldavia, and oh, did they? they really they really delivered um i can't think of the other three name acts um but they were all pretty solid acts um then wednesday 13 came on um because they were performing um, music from when they were previously known as the murder dolls and like it was good they even came out for an encore because i'm like the show can't be over they 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 haven't played 
I love to say fuck, you know, which is my favorite song. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it it was it was wild. Um, if you get a chance, listen to some of the old Murder Doll stuff. Um, they were prevalent from about 2004 till about 2013, and then they switched over to Wednesday 13. Um, they had a couple other side projects um, where the lead singer remained the same. But it was like a totally different band name because their philosophy of it is, 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 hey, if something changes in the band lineup, it's not going to be the same band name, which honestly, I think should be how it's done with all the other bands. I mean, I get it. Brand recognition. But still, like you've listened to bands where the lineups changed and they might have a different guitarist or different person at the drums. It sounds different, you know. Maybe that's just me. You all right there, Chris? Yeah, just that um, while you're telling folks about your little thing, I was looking up uh, the standard uh, uh, Sasha on board, uh, what I needed for Sasha on board, and I think I found, <laughs> uh, I think I found the article for today. I thought it was Lumser on board, because it's what I say. Well, well either way. Is there's more? Oh yeah, this is a little bit more information. Uh, <laughs> uh, is it Florida again? Oh, of course. <laughs> Will we ever escape Florida? No. <laughs> I mean, like we can even throw Australia in with Florida because it is the Florida of I countries. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think we could. I don't think Australia could top uh, this one. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, we're talking about Florida, where these guys do stupid things every day, like blood surfing with great white sharks. And they do that for fun, and somehow they survive. Or you'll get well, the occasion, oh, yeah, I got bit. I punched the shark, and it went away. It's like, everything wants to kill you in Australia, even the Aussies. <laughs> well, the article that it just... It was there. It's like, oh, this one's perfect. Uh, pretty much, uh, we'll go into it when we're ready to get into it. Uh, Florida man arrested for pooping on dead pops and possum on street during rush hour. <laughs> it's slowly morphing into the Florida man segment. <laughs> it's. <laughs> we waited. How long? Like three weeks before this shit. <laughs> I'm surprised we don't have like Honestly. 20 things from Florida. We have to take a vote as to which one. <laughs> it's like, well, Sasha's doing her talking about the concert she went to. Let me search if there's any. And that's the first thing that pops up. I'm like, found it. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. We're good. <laughs> I don't think we need much more of a story than the headline. <laughs> right. But, but yes. How was your? Hmm. Go ahead. How was that my? Your anniversary. Oh yeah, it it was. You have fun. It was good. We we did our usual thing. We um went to um Miss Ruth's because they show like a horror movie, um usually right around like the weekend, right before Halloween. Um, trying to remember what it was. 
Oh, no, we didn't do it, Miss Ruth. We blew it off. We were like, you know what? We're going to go over to G-Man and just have fun. And it took me a while to do Al's makeup. We had dinner, and we went over to G-Man and just had a blast. And then we did a couple things throughout the weekend. Um, Like the Friday before, we had seen Evil Dead the musical, which thoroughly recommend it takes elements of evil dead one and evil dead two and mixes them properly but has in jokes for people who are familiar with the series uh which makes it really fun to watch what about cheryl we don't need cheryl in this we thought she was redundant because <laughs> we have this character instead what about henrietta <laughs> let me point you back to cheryl <laughs> The thing is, this was like a stage play. Mm-hmm. And a musical. Thing, that's the thing. That's the thing about it. it yeah, you're gonna. Have, they do it for the lols and everything else, and that's what makes stuff like that great and awesome. Um, but you're gonna have the, the 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 legit theater geeks that show up because it's a theater production. And what's hated is that you have fans of the Evil Dead folks going and they know the jokes, they know the bits. Well, and what was funny is there's the scene where, where, where Cheryl, Ash's sister, gets kicked out of the cabin and the trees are attacking her. And so they had like this weird like cross section. So it seemed like they were walking across the bridge or the woods throughout the audience. And we were setting like just before the splash zone. So we weren't near the splash zone, but the bridge and the walk paths were all around us. And so I'm sitting there while she's escaping the trees. And of course, I got my Necronomicon with me. I've got my reddish black wig on. And the the actress that's playing Cheryl, she's like, wait, you have one of those? I thought it was the only copy. I'm like, well, actually, there's three volumes. She's like, there's three. And the guy playing Ash is like, Ruby? And I lost it. <laughs> uh, there, there's what I say. I said it before on the show. It's like, I saw the... Uh... Uh, spam a lot at the local Apollo theater, their their take on it. And it was the theater geeks that were like, why are people talking so much during the... T-? They, we know every goddamn joke. We know every line, in essence, every line. We know what's coming up before it's coming up. That's why we're he- we're here. That's the point about this. You, the fans are going to show up. The fans are going to recite the lines with, with everybody. It's a fun fan participation. And if you had a good time... What, at, what that, cracked me up, though... Is when the guy who played Ash point me goes Ruby. I'm like, hey, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We still have 30 years before we get there. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, it makes you have fun, and the, you know, it's that aspect of having fun. It. Oh, yeah. did you enjoy yourself when you when you went to it and did it? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Even Al, even Al had a blast, and we went to this place because it was up in Cumberland, Maryland. So it was at the the Cumberland, Maryland theater. Um, which was kind of like bought out by the college um, because they really didn't have a drama program. But they had a lot of people that were interested in drama. So they kind of set up the own, their own theater for it. And so that was kind of cool. But after the show, we went to this place um, called The Niner, which is like a little bar. It was in town. They had a DJ and music going. But was what was cool was is they had an all-night arcade attached to it which was called the level nine and it was like part of the bar, but they had somebody watching the door. So if somebody 18 and up wanted to go to the arcade at like midnight, they could. 
And so it was funny because Al's playing pinball and I'm like, you play pinball, I'm playing bar. <laughs> but it was it was an interesting evening. It, it was a fun time. And that was kind of like what we kicked the weekend off on. And then that following Saturday, we were just kind of like, we'll go do the costume contest at G-Man and that's good enough, you know. As long as, like I said, as long as you all had, had fun and everything else and yeah, it was a stacked bunch of events, and this weekend was kind of like a relaxing weekend aside from going to a show. Um, I just thought it was funny because like Al wanted to drop like a hundred or two hundred bucks for like like one of the hotels that were like right beside the venue, and I'm like, dude, there's this mom and pop motel just down the road, like less than eight miles, and I'm like, it's only sixty dollars a night, and I'm like. Yeah, is it going to be fancy? No. I'm like, but it's going to have at least a shower and at least a bed with clean sheets. I'm like, do we oh, really this- need anything else? You know what I mean? Yeah, that, why why spend 200 bucks on a room that you're only going to spend the night at? Uh, that's what I hated about the Marriott at in DC. Yeah, was it like right next door to the the venue, the convention center, yes. Was it nice? Yes. Did it have a little bit of a mini fridge so I could put my my insulin in it? Yes. But the thing is, it was two hundred, like two fifty a night. At the time, I had that you know everything to cover it, and what they, in essence, I want to say they alluded to the fact it was more uh, double speak and everything else. It was, well, when I got there, pulled out my debit card. I'm like, yeah, I'm paying for my room. I hear from, can I come in early? Yes, you can. Oh, your card's declined. Why is my card? I have the money for the room. Uh, what's the total? Oh, it's, you know, I was going Thursday, Friday, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. Uh, uh, yes, it's uh, $1,400 and change. No, the total price should be twelve with tax and all that twelve hundred and change. Where's this two hundred dollars coming from? Oh, it's a fifty dollar a night X, Y, and Z. That wasn't in the the paperwork. That was not mentioned at all. Yep. Oh, fees. Like, but it's there. I'm like, yo. They're like, well, it's this. It's this fee X, Y, and Z fee. Yes. I saw, did you see that? I said, yes. I also saw where it stated if there are four or more people in that room, I am the only person in that room. I'm the only person going to be in that room. room. Well, it's there just in case you have your car in the parking, our parking garage. Hold up. I don't drive. I don't drive. I took the train here. Oh, so they waived the $200 I was able to get in. And, but it's why every time I wanted to do internet, I had to go down to the lobby to use the free internet down there because they wanted 30 bucks a night per for internet. Uh, and I was like, yeah, there was like, it was that hotel double speak. Oh, mm-hmm. if you have the hotel, it's free internet. But when you go to log in, it says 30 bucks a night. 
Yeah, that's how they get you. It's you they you pay that 50 bucks a night deposit and it's whatever you don't spend, it's taken out or that 30 bucks a night if you're there five night, like four nights like I was, it's a hundred and twenty dollars if it's thirty dollars a day. Yeah, they'll take that one twenty and whatever the change is left over, that's what you get back. I, I ain't playing that game. I'll just go down to the fucking lobby and do that shit. You right. know? Uh, and, and to me, it's like, why why be so up close, you know, to the venue? Because you're just going to run into problems, you know? And hell, at least I got a few laughs. I mean, like, I went to plug in my hair dryer to dry out my hair while we were there. It tripped the circuit breaker in all the rooms. <laughs> and I'm like, well, it's, it's a cheap hotel. What can I say? Sounds like what my microwave used to do. But I won't lie, the room room had a microwave, it had TV, it had like a flat screen TV with with an HDMI hookup, so if we wanted to plug the switch in or had something with us, we could have. Um, Microwave, mini fridge, coffee pot, It, it had a very tiny shower. I'm tiny to begin with, I was surprised I was able to fit in it, and the shower head was wonky, but you know what, it it did its job, you know. Yeah, but the thing is with the TV, were you able to, if you did plug in like something like a switch, were you able to use it? Because a lot of the TVs, like if you went, like when I went to the Marriott, yeah, you were able, it had the uh, HD, extra HDMI parts, but you were not able to switch to those ports. Yeah, this this actually had the actual RCA remote instead of like one of those like third party remotes that has only certain options available in it. And so like I had my PSP with me and we were able to run a movie on the PSP. So because yes, you can hook a PSP up through HDMI. Um, there's like a retro company that makes like the the jack. As long as you've got like a two thousand or a three thousand model. You can plug it in and it plugs into like, because you know how you got that little like chip area and then you got the head jack area. You plug it yeah. in through there and then it converts it to HDMI and you can upscale it. And it's not bad. There's not even a lag to it or a delay. Um, but no, it worked just fine. And, you know, it's like we're far enough away from the venue that we're not going to run into anybody that's going to be problematic from the venue. I mean, yes, I will admit, it looks like one of the bands did stay there, but, you know, they probably were, like, screw staying at the expensive hotel, you know, 60 bucks a night. You can pay probably pay for every member of the band to have their own room, you know, like, <laughs> as opposed to, yeah, dep- you know. Yeah, yeah, depending on the number, uh, if there's four people in the band and you're paying, you know, uh, then maybe... On the low side, five let's say five hundred dollars. Yeah, each person can have their own room if they don't want to be buddy buddy. But yeah, and 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 to me, it's just like I, I'm going to a mom and pop business. Hilton, Marriott, all of that crap ain't getting my money. It's actually going to a small mom and pop because you know them, them roadside hotels still exist. Um, you, you can even still you can get them on all the websites like Travelocity and Booking dot com. You just got to dig. They're not the first results. Right. And it was funny because when I went in, they're like, oh, no, you're already paid. Just sign this card. I was getting ready to put all the car information down. And they're like, we don't even need that shit. You're good. 
you paid, just sign. Need ice, it's there. Need anything, just call the number. Because they even called to check to make sure we were coming. And I'm like, hey, we haven't been up in this area before. And we wanted to stop by at this place on the way up. So I'm like, I'm not sure exactly when we're showing up. They're like, no, no, no. We just wanted to make sure you still needed the room because we, you know, it's like past four o'clock and we want to make sure that you're going to be here and you don't need us to refund it or anything. I'm like, no, I appreciate the call. And you're not going to get that from a Hilton or a Marriott or even a Days Inn. They're just going to take the money and run. Yeah. And the thing is, it also, yeah, you're going to have a lot of great hotel, uh, mom and pop hotels that are like that. Uh, but you're going to also have the ones that are, I mean, utterly scumtastic. I'll put it like that. Carson's Chambersburg. There was a place that when we came back uh, from Florida, when me and my folks came back from Florida, we stopped it. We were looking in the, we were in the Stroudsburg area. And we stopped in a hotel, and I was—I told my folks like I remember us staying at this hotel. It was pretty nifty when we were there. again mid eighty. So at this point, it was about ten years later, and it went from maybe a nice mom and pop hotel to scumtastic Motel Hill. It was uh, it, it it was one there's one well they pretty much screwed down the uh the it was in like late february early march when we got there and it was still meaning it was still cold outside the each thermostat in the room was like locked down and it was at not set at like 65 or 70 degrees it was set at 45 degrees it was 32 degrees in that in outside if not less right and we're like, can we? And the guy was just like, like put out that we asked for you know to be a little bit warmer in the room. The place didn't even have cable. The only, the only stations we got was like PBS, and that was iffy. Heck, we're like, well, if it wasn't so damn cold outside, we'd leave the dog in the car because we don't want the dog sleeping on the goddamn floor. Heck, we're we'll sleep it. We're sleeping with our shoes on. We don't want bare feet on the floor. It was that bad. It was like, what the fuck happened to this this hotel? It was a decent hotel. Yeah. The other one that we spent um, a few nights in. There was so much in and out. Uh, it was either a, a den for uh, illicit uh, substances or uh, hookers and prostitutes because that it was <laughs> that bad. It was like, ah, oh, dear God. We had mo- the only reason why we were there was because it was fucking cheap. We're like, good God. Mm-mm. Insane. So, anyways, you want to fire this puppy off and get us officially started? Gotta put on the mask. Put on your hat. Put on my hat. Un chapeau. Your sombrero. <laughs> Honestly, the way it was fitting was like some odd patch, like like our same eye. 
Michigan eye. Best you get a chance you need to watch my flag means uh, our flag means death. That is a great show. If you if you haven't seen it, watch. Um, uh, it was on. It's on Netflix. Uh, I don't know if they had a season two or three. Um, it's called the Dragon Prince. Mm. Oh dear God! Uh, the same people that did uh, the last and Airbender did this okay. show, so it has that same humor to it and same style and uh one of the people that voices the prince also played i think zuko um the guy that pretty much went boomerang him so mm. it pays a lot of references and they have a character in that called uh, he's a pirate captain but he's blind in both eyes and wears two eye patches the guy is like no it, it's hysterical because He's talking to the prince. He's like, and giving him advice and all that. He's like, I bet. And at the end of it, he's like, I bet you're wondering how I lost my, how I became blind. And the guy, the prince is like, well, I was wondering it, but it seemed rude to ask. He's well, let me tell you, I lost the sight in my right eye by a pair of mutinous seagulls. He goes, and the left? I don't know. They came from my right. I'm like, that's a good joke. (laughs) It's funny. And he goes on, part of the, uh, he goes on a little bit. It's like, listen, it doesn't, just because I'm a blind pirate with narcolepsy doesn't mean I know my shit. And all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, you're right. You understand, wait a minute, you got narcolepsy? And the pirate's just right at the wheel, just snoring his brains out like, oh my God, that's, <laughs> they get it's it's wrong, but it's funny. It just, the timing of it is so good. Well, it was a good show. I liked it. That's good. My That's D- good. My D and D uh, group recommended it, but yes, we're taking long on the show. It's been like three weeks since me and Sasha actually spoke on the podcast. So I know we're catching up out there. We're catching up. So fuck you. <laughs> it's, it, it's all wonderful content for the I'm going to pre-show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to pre-show. You got to pause it. I'm going to pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> And we're not wearing protection. <laughs> it's been a while since I donned the mask. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while Did since I play- donned the mask. Sounds like some sort of horrible, like Batman revamp. We're we're doing the Dark Knight right finally. <laughs> no, what what? It's a perfect line for some sort of weird slasher flick that <laughs> did so well. It has a sequel that takes place like a couple of years later, and the guy just goes, it's been a while since I put on the mask, but it's time to kill again. And puts <laughs> on the mask. You gotta admit, that would be a perfect line for it. It's, it's set everything up where there's a supposed first movie, but there's not a first movie. Hmm. So you kind of have that lived-in universe... And you can only learn about it from whatever bits of dialogue you get from other people, maybe a survivor. But nothing's fully revealed, so people spend the rest of their life looking to the original movie to this sequel, and it doesn't exist. Uh, uh, <laughs> equivalent of like a Thanksgiving, Thanks Killing Three. Yeah, because two doesn't exist. So two doesn't exist. Spaceball Three. I didn't... Spaceballs Two. Two. <laughs> 
but you know, you're skipping the first movie. See, even thinks killing wasn't that bold. Yeah, yeah, that's a good marketing trick. You put out whatever movie it is two. Then if it does really well, you marketed the second movie as the pre sequel. Yes. But you still don't address <laughs> anything from what uh, was in the first movie. Right. <laughs> it's like slasher movie two. Then when the, you actually have the sequel, it's slasher movie the pre sequel. Yep. No, because then you'll get accused of pulling a George Lucas. <laughs> and you could just go like, no, 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 no. We're not pulling George Lucas. We're maybe no, no, we, 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 we a... had the first three films root. <laughs> <laughs> we're pulling a Borderlands. That's what we're doing. We're just filling a gap without actually filling a gap. <laughs> Besides, we were hoping you'll be annoyed by the first couple minutes of it. That way you don't watch anymore. <laughs> We were we didn't expect to get this far. I still remember Lucas going, "Yes, I I have nine movies planned," and you're like, "Dude, you're so full of shit." Yeah, you can't even keep up with movies, your continuity. There are nine movies planned, and the last movie, the last bit of the last movie, is going to be R two, pretty much relaying the whole story to the people on Earth. Fuck you, George. We still haven't gotten that. <laughs> Chewbacca's actually Bigfoot. <laughs> Somebody who's read the Dark Horse comic knows exactly what I'm referencing. There was an Indiana Jones Dark Horse comic where Indiana Jones accidentally finds the Millennium Falcon, and there's rumors of this hairy creature that hunts the area, and it's a crash-landed falcon, and Chewie is Bigfoot. And Indy never speaks of this incident again. <laughs> yeah. You good? Your head on straight? Yeah, I'm good. Just the girls, just the man. Oh, crap. They they adjust now. <laughs> I got come back in the place. Yeah, that's my favorite insult. It's like, yeah, yeah you're just jealous. Mine are bigger than yours. For now. <laughs> hey, I do that at the bar. Now my 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 biggest joke was the other day hanging out with Val and I came outside and I was like jumping around for joy. He's like, what are you so excited about? I'm like, they're not cross-eyed anymore. <laughs> I'm like, they used to look this way. Now the dead on. And I was like, it took me a second to realize what you were talking about. <laughs> oh. Did he do one of these numbers? What's that? Did he do one of these numbers? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh. Yep, they were going to be called the Chameleon twin Twins for the longest time. <laughs> no longer. Ready whenever you are. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, whenever you're ready. Sasha's getting her beer. Mm. Mm, beer. I mean, can we really call this that? <laughs> yeah. All right. You ready? Lion face, lemon ready. face? All right.
Loving face. Lion face. Lion face. And the people who only get this in the pre-show. Actually, the joke is lost for those listening to audio. Okay. Ah, Lumser, I'm bored. What plaything do you have for me today? Well, it's been a while, dear Sasha. It's been a long while. Should have left you without a dope beat to step to. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, we do have something out of the SK system, ma'am. One served up on the silver platter today. Oh, my. It's from our usual fun place known as Florida. Florida. And the article that jumped out at us and that was served up on the silver platter is, the headline is, I should say, Florida man arrested for pooping on a dead possum on street during rush hour. I have so many questions. Like, what was the charges? <laughs> Impeding traffic? <laughs> Causing a blockage while we're leaving one? Uh, this happened in Clearwater, Florida. Of course. It just said... <laughs> so, um, Florida man was found. Found himself. Behind bars. Uh, he was seen by... Pol- by this wasn't like... Hey, we saw a dude taking a crap on a possum. No, the cops actually saw this dude doing this. In the middle of, of the street, according to an arrest affidavit from the Pinellas County Sheriff's Office, uh, not going to say the gentleman's name or the guy's name, was arrested and charged with exposing his sexual organs after the alleged incident that unfolded on Wednesday this was actually a few days ago. This was as of uh, November 17th. So oh, wow. I'd say, within, <laughs> yeah, fresh. this is fresh. <laughs> After the alleged incident that unfolded Wednesday near the intersection of, you know, road and trail in Clearwater. And it goes on and says it happened around about 520 p.m. Eastern Standard. Uh, the 45-year-old man was seen by Clearwater pre- police after defecating on a dead possum with his pants down and his backside exposed according to the report uh the the gentleman has no known residence was already in quote unquote full view of the motoring public during busy traffic hours the police said in a post arrest interview with police the gentleman denied the allegations and said the officer and said the officer didn't see straight that the report said police however found physical evidence at the scene collaborating the allegations the report said can you imagine and, you little baggies for that man the poor rookie and uh, as of uh, since there's no real updates uh he the gentleman still remains in jail. He'll probably either get mental health treatment or be released back into the wilds yet again. Or rehab, one of the two. 
<laughs> I don't think I don't think they have a place for him in jail. <laughs> it's the whole aspect of not just pooping. Yeah, that's charged, but you purposely sought out a dead possum in the middle of the damn road. I'm, I'm You're not like, in your right mind. <laughs> I'm like, what did the possum do to him? Like that that that's some vitriol. Like, wait, if you're homeless, you don't poop on the possum. At least you scrape it off the road, take it to some place, and put it over a fire for a little while. You know, that way you're cooking some of it. But since you don't know how long the roadkill was there. Mm. I'm just like, what, what What did that possum do to you? Like, that, that just comes out of pure spite, you know? Not only am I going to hold up traffic to shit on this possum, I'm going to shit on a dead possum. Yeah, <laughs> that dead possum pissed me off so bad. I'm going to take a shit on it. We, we need to find the exact quotes from from the police report. Fuck that possum. <laughs> Fuck that possum. And it, was, and it says like more as part of the article. It's like more Florida man. Uh, one that depending we don't really mention, but the uh, the third one is the second oddest one that <laughs> I don't know if we should sit. Say it now or say it for next week, but the title of week. the article is Florida Man Busted with Five Alligators in His Bathtub That He Caught at a Nearby Pod. I'm assuming they're not full size. I don't know. <laughs> Let me pull it up and see. Uh, they're probably baby alligators because that's something that happens a lot. Used to happen a lot in Louisiana. Yeah, they were babies. They were little yeah. ones. No, because it surprised uh, me if somebody tried to wrangle medium-sized alligators into their house and then ran into a problem and had to call animal control. Why do you have why do you have these alligators in your house? Well, I felt they needed a home. <laughs> they were out there in that water. It was murky. Figured they needed something clean and something decent to eat. And now all they do is bite at me. <laughs> And the thing is, I look up from my tablet to see what's next, and all I see is you doing this. <laughs> Where? With what? It, with your bot? With your beer bottle? It it just looks like you're just stroking something. <laughs> Josh is doing weird shit on OnlyFans again. <laughs> Always. Always. Subscribe for more. <laughs> Helps the channel. Tip for tip for even worse. <laughs> oh, boom, doom, ching. Anyways, this is that delightful part where we insert our intro. Stop that thing in there. Dramatic. Pause. You can stay there, and I'm sure you will find many ways to scare the townsfolk. Cause you're a really big M-O-T-H, a really, really big M-O-T-H. You have big flappy wings, creepy glowing red eyes, and the element of surprise. Cause you're a really big M-O-T-H, a really, really big M-O-T-H. Well, 
We're back, and I should say this, um, that's Sasha, the Princess of Darkness, herself, in full glory, and I am the Reverend Godfather, aka the Martinsburg Madman. Welcome to our show. Uh, Sasha, see, uh, folks on Sasha's OnlyFans, see, prior to everybody else, all of you out there on audio platforms get to listen to us, and eventually you'll see this on our side. Eventually, sometime down the road, don't forget to support us um, by subscribing to Sasha. Future Sasha sitting there going, no, no, yeah, yeah, no, no. So uh, subscribe to Sasha's OnlyFans, if not her YouTube channel. If you're listening to this episode, links are in the description down below. If you're listening to us on uh, other platforms, don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a. Depending on the platform, leave a review. Um, please make it good if it's on Apple Podcasts. I don't care what your review is; it helps the algorithms. So make sure you click on the that. ads because we're not monetized, so they can't take our ad sense away if we don't have any. Right. Um, tip Sasha if you're watching on uh, OnlyFans, tip Sasha's channel because that supports the show. And on our end, uh, I'll deal with that on the after show with the updates and all that in regards to how you can support us. But like, comment, subscribe, obey, subscribe, and snort obey. dubby. Snort dubby. <laughs> our favorite ones to snort is the Calio Cream. And I got to get a new, I'm down to the last scoop or two. What kind so of cream? I gotta get... Sorry, come again. <laughs> Appropriate terminology for OnlyFans. <laughs> it's Cali O Cream. Cali Ho? Cali, as in California. Cali Ho. Cali dash O dash cream. Okay, okay. Cali O yeah. Cream. Yeah. That was like it's actually it's actually pretty good. It was like Cali Ho cream, man. That's gotta be a pricey tub. And depending on who you talk to, Cali was a hoe. Uh, long story. I might have to fill you in on that for a little while. It's somebody else's locale. Um, but either way, no. Oh, oh, so since you brought up the subject of locales, Chris yes, Chan back again. Chris yep. Chan. It's not just yes. With what's going on right now in the world of locales, it's yes, Chris Chan is back on back YouTube, on streaming, YouTube, making content, playing games. I, I want to say right now with what's happening, he is uh, she has been she? slipping under under the radar a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So, well, see, this is the thing, you... and she's making money because right. she's doing what everybody wanted her to do from the beginning was live streams and let's play and live streaming that. And it, people are paying her copious amounts of money, you know, to do that. And, yeah, she, she's done a few oddball videos. She's still under the belief that she is our Lord and Savior. <laughs> I don't judge but yes, she's she's out there. She's back. She's making content. Um, she has a girlfriend, which mind blown. 
Um, we're still not sure if it's a troll or not, or if it's whoever's helping her market her channels and her live streams. Nobody has a clue because they, granted, they're still not professional, but she's doing things she's never done before, like monetizing her content, getting tip jars, doing all kinds of stuff that you've never seen her do before. If that person's actually helping them in that way in regards to uh, making sure that things are done right and handling right it's what she needed and probably needed in the first place but she still has all of those crazy backwards release or beliefs and she is i don't know how i don't know why she's still able to go down to virginia and visit barb at her old home now granted nobody knows if it's supervised visits or not but the Sanchu license plate that she has has been seen repeatedly at that house. But still, um, if there's somebody there to kind of help make reel her in or maintain things, that that's a lot compared to what happened prior. Because I know a lot of people like to bring up, well, you know, technically, you know, all the charges were dropped. I'm like. I said, I'm not here to say that she did something. I'm not here to say that she didn't. But you can have charges dropped and still be guilty as fuck. Right. You know? And it just worries me about Barb getting self-harmed. Because during her jail saga, there was a ton of problematic letters that got released where she seemed like she just wanted Barb dead. (laughs) You know? And it's like... I hope everything's supervised and only up and up. Again, right. no, no diss towards her. Keep doing what you're doing. You know, you don't have to explain anything to anyone. That's between you and the justice system and yourself and whatever fuzzy believed in a creator that you have. But since you believe yourself as a creator, uh, I don't know how, how that works. We have a logical conundrum there. But, uh, yeah, you know, that that's well, something that she has to go to bed with every night. And hopefully it's not her mother. <laughs> like I said, it, it, it came up. Uh, I saw it come up. I know you've talked about it before prior to everything going down on both our ends. But what seemingly over, especially, yeah, there should be more people covering it and all that. But especially with. It's been going on in the low cow, the world of low cows. Uh, what there has been something that's been kind of overshadowing Chris Chan's return a little bit, at least in coming through my feed. And that's that is the whole aspect of Boogie 2988. Yes, you, I've uh, seen. With, uh, uh, with his documentary that came out, I'd say about a week or so ago, um, with his, uh, in essence, he's been declining, his channel has been declining for years now. And he's one of those types of persons, people that self sabotages himself every single fucking chance he gets. Yep. And especially what happened over the past, 
week. Uh, or say past three days as of this recording, because mm -hmm. what happened was he went on um another uh you do uh oh, content okay. creators live stream. Um he just hopped on, he just wanted to hop on, say hi, and leave and to say and just if anything, promote the podcast that Boogie's on, pretty much him being on, saying, Hey, uh, I have this podcast. Hey, uh, I heard you guys mention something about me. You know, um, yeah, I'm doing this podcast and just leave. And what happened was another YouTuber hopped on. Uh, uh, he pretty much messaged the person that was doing the live stream and that person sent the Zoom link and that person hopped on because he said message the chat saying I need to say something and both people both Boogie and that other YouTuber were going back and forth on this live stream then because they were going back and forth in essence uh, yelling at each other or I'm not sure exactly what was said the person that started the podcast that Boogie was on, the infamous troll himself, the one that doesn't just look like a troll, looks like a gnome uh, in regards to it, and who's had issues in upon himself, Keemstar, uh, pretty much left messages chewing out Boogie saying, you know, how dare you? You should have saved this for the podcast. How dare you go on this other stream and do this and yada, yada, yada. You're you're gone. You're this. You're that. And pretty much he says, if you want to be back on, I need you to send a video to me calling around saying, apologizing to me, apologizing to your co-hosts, each name on each by name. That footage got leaked out. Uh, and uh, I mean, it's just like Boogie's like, well, it hap it happens. It's like, and everybody's, I won't say dogpiling on Boogie, but it's like, Boogie, you realize what the fuck you're doing, man. And it's like, when Keemstar Keem Star could tell you to go kill yourself, you're like, oh, okay. But yet this YouTuber tells you, you got to stop doing this and stop, you know, wake up, grow a spine. You're like, cease fire, you know, stop bugging me. You know, it, I mean, it it's a shit show and people are tuning in. Literally. It's sad. It is. It is. And to kind of go back on something that you'd said, I mean, like when it came to the whole like Chris Chan situation, like number one, you have to understand Christian, like he was doing Let's Plays and live streams like before they were even a thing. And Unfortunately, you know, she is one of the most well-recorded people on the internet at the moment. Um, and so with, and again, I'm not trying to say anything happened or didn't happen. The likelihood is po extremely possible, but, but based on the nature of the incident and how much history this person has online and how much people talk about it, of course, the news was going to cover it, you know, because you had that arrest with everything added on top of it. And so, of course, the news is going to take that story and run with it, whereas something like Boogie and the rest, yes, they're touching on it. But outside of your people who cover locales on YouTube and other channels, I hate to say it, locales are a dime in a dozen. 
like the most recent crops are coming from TikTok because there are people who go on TikTok and just rage about everything. And yeah, it's it's bad. Um, so I can see why like Chris Chan got the coverage that she did. Um, but I can also see why other YouTubers and streamers and what have you don't because suffice it to say it's just such a flooded market of problematic people on the internet. And that's one of the things that you think now with the aspect of TikTok being so popular, it, it's one of the things that you see now is like uh, some of the circuits that uh, circles that I watch and channels I watch, uh, they might part of uh, the some of the um, YouTubers watch they stopped doing it or they went from and some of the channels I uh, watch used to cover you know debunk like a lot of the flat Earth videos and all that. Mm -hmm. uh, one channel stopped doing it because the YouTube algorithm was like, well, it's considered uh, uh. Even though you're debunking, it's cons considered conspiracy theory, and we're not going to uh, cover that anymore. So uh, he had to change his lineup from covering conspiracy theory to covering Karens um, in order to still make stay that relevant. revenue uh, stay relevant. I, it's not that I'm blaming him for that, but the other YouTuber I, I watch, uh, even he's I think he's a little bit wrong in it, not in the way he thinks. Uh, it's in regards to that. He says, well, we here on YouTube are kind of winning the war in regards to the flat earth because the, the videos are not there, I guess, not there or coming up that much. The thing is, they went because they get hammered off of YouTube by the debunkers and all that. They're going to fucking TikTok because more of a reach. Yep. So it's sad. It's it's sad that it's happening. It's sad that it's there and it's weird. But it is. It's very weird. And it's it's definitely interesting. It's weird to see that she's back and oddly enough, she's doing well. You know, she's posting back on social media regularly on YouTube. Like Chris Chan is out there back in the wild and they're profitable. Their, their store is selling oodles of merch. Like she recently sold like this hideous totem pole for like 15 grand. Yeah. Now, if you want, you just look it up. It's the creepiest thing in the world. Did somebody buy it? Mm hmm. Paid cash for it. Well, but again, right. hey. hey. If they are making money, then, you know, God, you know, whatever deity that you want to partake in, bless them, you know. But even even if um, the deity is yourself, <laughs> uh, it is what it is. But, yes, I figured I'd give a little update on Chris Chan. Um, where do we want to go now since we're talking about drama? Do we want to touch on the uh, uh, don't eat the gum situation? Yeah. Uh, uh, Let's swing a little bit one side, then we can come back to don't eat the gum. Okay. Because that's going to be a large chunk. And uh, uh, let me just hop in here for real quick. I want to thank the, the folks by of, uh, because we didn't really, at least on my end, I didn't really bring it up on audio side or anything like that. I want to 
audibly thank the folks at Ravenwood Ren Fair or Ravenwood Fair in Clearbrook, Virginia, because we were there uh, this past October 28th and 29th. Uh, they pretty much contacted us, at least on my end, to have a booth at the Ren Fair at least one of the weekends in October. And, you know, promote our show, promote, you know, what we're doing and all that. Right. Uh, it, we didn't have to pay for the table. We just had to set up and just do our thing and promote. Uh, overall, uh, I do thank them for that. It got a ride down there, but um, if it wasn't, I want to say it like this. This isn't. The rating I'm going to give is not based on those behind the scenes. It's based on the experience. So if you're folks of Patty and the folks behind Ravenwood, this is not on you guys. You guys have probably put on a, a wonderful event. This is our first time there. I'm giving maybe a, the whole experience, maybe a six six 6.5 out of 10. Uh, mainly because we were only got a chance to be there one out of the two days. Uh, because the second day, it it was one of those instances, no matter which weekend we chose, we, we would have been fucked. Uh, because the first weekend that they were set up, it rained that, fr- that Saturday, but didn't rain on Sunday. And the weekend that we were there, it rained. It didn't rain on Saturday, but rained on Sunday. And because everything looked like it was going to be on again, off again, rain all day, it was the instance of it's not worth setting up, being here, trying to promote, trying to get extra content uh, because it's going to rain, probably rain all day. So got a ride down there, uh, picked up the table, picked up the stuff that we left there and just headed back. And. Well, I'm going to let you we talk about this for a little bit. I'm going to okay. have to train. I'll be right back. All right. Uh, for the most part, uh, what we wanted to do was, yes, we have a w- brief walkthrough in regards to it on our YouTube channel. I might link to that down below in the description. But uh, I really wanted to, at least on the second day, explore a lot of the demonstrations, see a lot of the uh, stuff that Ravenwood put on. And does put on on a yearly basis because I, I briefly saw like a glass blowing in um, demonstration. They have the whole Ravenwood Fair court uh, aspect of in regards to entertainment. Um, I'm sure they have like uh, a blacksmith there doing stuff. They have archery. They have bands. Uh, they have skits going on. I didn't get a chance to see all that there. Therefore, because I didn't get a chance to see that and experience that uh the low score so it's on my end but from what i saw it looks very wonderful it was i do appreciate it uh if we are invited back next year and are able to do both days and get a ride down there uh then yeah uh, we'll, we will do it again and uh we will have a good time We're, again please don't think the six five we do recommend them the other reason for the the low score is that they have the event in a fairground whereas uh, for those of you who 
uh, go to a lot of these Ren fairs. It's in a wooded area, like a park or something along those lines. Um, and that, I think, hurts the mystique of a lot of uh, the of the fair. Uh, yes, you could say uh, a rent fair could happen in a field. Uh, I can accept that. It's just that in regards to this and it not being in a wooded area kind of lowers the mystique. But then again, I don't go to rent fairs that much. The last rent fair I went to was, uh, I want to say, close to 20 years ago. Uh, so don't quote me on that. What are you guys and gals out there? Uh, have you all have been at a Ren Fair? I'll just, if you have, uh, what are your expectations? If you go to a new Ren Fair, whether it be locally or someplace else, uh, what are your expectations are of a Ren Fair? What do you expect to see? What do you expect, um, like vendor wise? What do you expect to uh, see demonstrations or uh, what have you? What do you expect to see there? Uh, I know there's a lot of TikToks out there in regards to some uh, uh, entertainers that are for this, but uh, I want to know. I want to hear from all of you in regards to this. But that's just me. And since Sasha is not back yet, we're going to oh, speak of the devil, and she returns. Yep, I so, always do. I am back. Back in again. So, Sasha's just, back. Yeah, that means a new clip I gotta <laughs> download and splice in. So, <laughs> oh, so and where do we want to hop, skip, and jump to at this point? So, uh, you want to go swing back to over the drama? Oh, yeah, well, I you... think I think we should start with don't chew the gum because that kind of brings everything that goes on. Like in conventions, like and in the horror genre to begin with, and that'll bring us into the whole Craig Blake thing. Um, so, anyways, recently, and I'm doing this off the cuff of my head. I'm trying to remember what show it was, um, but I think it was Horror Hound, um, where what was it, Wicked Wicks or whatever they were. Uh, I think it was their name. I think, that, yeah, Wicked Wicks. They're a vendor that does uh, candles. And another vendor set up behind them. It was the Horror Hound show that it happened at. Um, Horror Hounds, or was it Rue Morgue? It was. I was Rue Morgue. I'm bringing it up. Um, like, uh, let's see here. Uh, it was at Horror Hound. Okay, Horror um, Hound. The started in sightseeing. I'm going to say it was uh, Wicked Wicks. Yeah, I want to say it, but the, I'm looking through the comment. Uh, yeah, it was uh, Wiki, Wacky Wicks. Wacky Wicks. Yeah. And they make like candles yeah. that are themed toward movies and TV shows and whatnot, you know. Um, and they had a booth and they had somebody that was kind of like their neighbor, but it was like their backdoor neighbor. Not like that. Neighbor, yeah. Excited. But. Um, there was a whole issue with their backdoor neighbor's stand falling down. And initially, the, the people from Wacky Wicks thought they were responsible. But in reality, they weren't. Um, because they didn't have some sort of supporting structure. Because they had one of those accordion setups. 
where everything's got to be locked just right. You've got to have the right feet and everything set down. Um, but their display kept kept collapsing people that was behind them and they kept giving wacky wicks a hard time about it. And like, I guess the dude's spouse was just being a Royal B I T C H about it. Just being a real count about it. And from the post, like even glancing, glancing over it, uh, what came to mind uh, popped up is that the the folks that were running that booth, not Wacky Wicks, but the the booth that had the stand that kept falling over, is that they were kept putting a lot of heavy stuff on top and didn't have the support structure. That a lot of times, if you put a lot of heavy stuff on stuff that's not really supported right, it can fall. It's not balanced right. You have to put it closer. You have your stuff closer to the bottom. Yep. Um, but it just became someone... a whole big incident. And, you know, the Granite Horror Hound got involved. Um, they brought security. Security kind of saw that they didn't have anything to do with it. But, you know, the people were still throwing tantrums and being dicks to wacky wicks. I mean, could Horror Hound have done more? Yes, they could have done a hell of a lot more. You know, especially when they came to the decision that Wacky Wicks was not the cause of the problems of this other vendor. They could have moved, changed spaces, done something, you know, to stop the drama. Well, the drama continued afterwards um, because this vendor was going to be set up at another horror con. I want to say it was, was it Scarepros or something else? I think it was. Uh, uh, it had to be that. It just, uh, let's see here. Uh, Scarefest weekend. Yes. And so I guess because that one vendor had so much pool with Scarefest weekend, the one that was throwing the crap fit, even though it was primarily all their fault, they got Wacky Wicks pretty much kicked out. And for them, that's a loss of income. That was time off the person had to take. And it was just ugly. uh, That was the... And they geared everything that... They were ready for that Scarefest weekend that, uh, like a lot of vendors do, tend to do, is uh, the... Let's say, oh, these are the guests that's going to be there. Meaning, let's say Keith David's going to be there. And Tony Todd's going to be there. They're going to load up, probably load up on a lot of stuff that Keith David and Tony Todd. Uh, so people, if they're going towards those uh, those uh, actors, they they have stuff to sell and have signed. And because of that, they they can't sell that. They could, but it's just going to be tougher for them to sell all that extra stuff not to mention yeah. as you said it's a loss of income uh it's it's a loss of all i don't know if the stuff was refunded or not it, but uh it's still a loss of income because a lot of these vendors they pretty much sell to make up losses and uh to go to the next next show their profit margins are, yeah, some of them can make large profits, but a lot of them, the profit margins is only a couple of, but maybe a hundred or two hundred dollars. All right, Whereas, most of them barely break even, but it, it's more right. about the revenue that they get later on. Right, they're making just enough so they can go to the next event or whatever that might be. Hopefully, 
and that's that said, and the thing is, with this sort of heck, uh, when you brought it up and when it came across my my stream, because it came off my stream, uh, you told me about it. Um, it had at the lot of time at that time. We, not only did we see this with a uh, a certain festival that involves a uh, gelatinous mass, long, a gelatinous mass, or that looks like marmalade jelly, uh, or same thing, but orange marmalade. But uh, during that time as well, that this was coming out, we had uh, drama hit with, uh, a certain YouTuber that's still continuing today in a way. Uh, that YouTuber is uh, called uh, SS. Sniper Wolf, and uh, pretty much what she's been doing uh, was taking TikTok videos, and pretty much TikTok videos, YouTube just videos, reacting. and not even not even reacting to it. Just pretty much like if this is a bag of chips, just pretty much eating, eating, eating. Oh, I gotta walk the dog. Walk, get up, walk the dog. Go up, go get up, go to the bathroom or whatever. Not reacting, just standing there and just you know yeah. sitting there and just doing it. So she got another YouTuber found out about this, criticized her about it. The other YouTuber was Jack's Films, and he's like, she's not giving credit to these folks. She's stealing content. She's not even reacting to it. So, in pure YouTube fashion, he he's like, you know her. what? He reacts to her and parodies her content. And he doesn't, which is, by all standards, allowed to do under copyright. But she and, it. and she's like, no, he's stealing my content. He's like, no, he's parodying you. And the whole, everybody was on Jack's side in regards to this. Uh, the the whole YouTube community was on his side, and he was getting permission from the people that uh, she was in essence reacting to. Yeah, um, he was crediting them. Yeah, he was crediting them, and he was getting permission the whole nine yards. And she decided to hold a uh, a temper tantrum because uh, she was doing a shoot or filming something that was nearby. She decided to. Uh, go to his house, start a Instagram live stream, and dox him. Which, by community standards, is a bit is pretty much like if you, me, anybody else did it. It's you're banned. No, you're you're not allowed to have an account on YouTube no more. You can't show your face or anything. Your face is not allowed on this platform. It's kind of like guessing winners at a certain contest and then uh, getting right. shadow banned. And it's not just shadow man. You're instantly kicked off. It's get your shit, go to another platform. Um, and but because, uh, and it happened to somebody else. Literally with the reaction videos and all that, and not really reacting. Someone that was barely getting a thousand views a month. They had a thousand subscribers, um, and they were barely getting maybe two fifty to five hundred a month. Uh, a video, but because they were barely reacting, YouTube went, 
you can't have a channel no more that's stealing content. Yet when uh, Sniper Wolf does it, because she's getting millions upon millions of views a month, it's okay, you're fine. It's okay. And she decides to whine, bitch, and complain that, oh, you're you're letting Jack's film do it because he's a guy. Uh, that's irrelevant because you're kicking off. If that's the your argument, that's bullcrap because what about all the people that YouTube kicked off that has less subscribers than you that are, let's say, people of color or not bring enough views to go see? to the platform for bringing advertising meaning if you sauce were getting millions of views a month and had several million subscribers it would be hey sasha's doing good we're going to look the other way yet if i did it and i'm critiquing your points and i have the subscriber count and the view counts that i have now and i'd be kicked off the platform because i'm critiquing youtube's you know star princess of darkness so but that's well, this, is the, this is the thing that i think is different though like youtube is already full of drama as is as creators we can both agree on that yeah but it seems like the moral majority of drama when it comes to like convention-based drama is always in the horror field like and i just don't get it um like for a, a, a factor that you already know, like I, I have called out a ton of racist and bigots and problematic people in the horror community with actual evidence to back me up. And some of the stuff is pretty much black and white, you know, with what they're saying and what they're doing. Yet there are people who look the other way because, oh, well, this person's in my next big project, <clears throat> Key 13 Films. And um, we don't want to cause any drama because we, we, we need this person because they're a key role, not only in this film, but in the sequel. And it's like, seriously? Um, but the thing of it is, is, is at the end of the day, there's just so many problematic people in the horror community. It's sad. Like the Craig Blake incident that I brought up with you. Because me being in the horror community and me being one who brings to light a lot of this problematic stuff... Somebody came to me and was like, yo, have you seen some of the transphobic shit that Craig Blake, and he does like a special effects artist, an artist within the horror community. And yeah, the dude is dropping transphobia like it was acid. And uh, and the sad part of it is, is, is I have approached a number of conventions and vendors and people that are working with this guy. Nobody gives a fuck because the horror community is just rife of some backwards, hateful people. And don't get me wrong. I love the genre, but I think a lot of people forget that even in the genre, the point of the genre is, is no matter who you are, what you look like, whatever, we all bleed red. You know, so right. don't be a hateful bigot in, in the community. Sasha, I'm going to let you continue your hashtag rant. Uh, I'll be able to hear you, but I'm going to hit up my uh restroom while you do it so let me just mute my mic and he's gonna go drain the dragon <laughs> but anyways yes like in the horror community it's sad and and not to bring to light a certain festival around a gelatinous mass um they're a horror festival 
um, which is a movie that they basically have a festival around that is an unrated film. And people like me are considered too controversial and too adult for such a festival. And I just think that's interesting. Um, but yeah, like the horror community is just rife with problems and there's questionable content. People don't want to look at it with a deeper eye. Like the moment you bring up that, Hey, Rocky horror picture show supports rape culture as well as like massive amounts of transphobia, people lose their mind. Heaven forbid you say the same thing about Silence of the Lambs, Dressed to Kill, Ace Ventura, even though it's not a horror movie. Um, people get defensive about it because nostalgia, and they can't put their nostalgia goggles aside to look at the problem for what it is. And then you can come across certain creators who interact with other creators that are problematic, and they're just looking at the quality of the work, and they want people to separate the art from the artist. And at the end of the day, if it's profiting that artist and adding to their platform of hate, you, you, you can't separate it. You know, it's like the people who say, you know, a certain places food is just a chicken sandwich. Well, consider what it funds. The Salvation Army is just a charitable group. Well, consider all the LGBTQ people that they've left freeze out on their shelters. Um, again, you know, people don't want to look at it because they have a nostalgia goggle effect on it. And it's such a problem. Again, going back to the whole Craig Blake thing, there are things that are in black and white. This guy has been saying online, but because businesses bought t-shirts that have his artwork on it, or they've commissioned him to do things or things of that nature, they're already invested and they don't want to look the other way. And not to say there aren't problems in other conventions, but the more niche you get, the more problematic it becomes. And you kind of become the enemy for pointing out the problem. As opposed to the person who is causing the problem. And it's just utter madness. You know, um, it happens at comic conventions. I've seen it, you know, firsthand. Um, even some of the people I know that run tables and booths, there are certain people that come up and harass them and give them a hurt certain, you know, hard time or pretend to be a customer or patron, but just be complete asshats about them afterwards. And it's just, it, it just feels like so many high school clicks. And it's like, if somebody's being a problem on a social scale, it, it, it needs addressed. And if, for example, something happens at a particular convention, it shouldn't have a bearing on the other convention. And especially if somebody's going to go and tattle to the other convention that, you know, this person's a problem. I spend a lot of money here. I don't want them there. And then you get that person banned. That's not only favoritism, but it's also a lot of other problems involved with it. Because now you're taking sides and you're shortchanging this merchant that just happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. Right. And it's like, I mean, you said it, we saw that, uh, what, uh, four or five months ago mm -hmm. with a certain gelatinous uh, uh, thing where even I was calling, calling out what they did to you. And we had certain people jump on my platform, your platform. And when I said, what, you know, I was repeating. Where's the evidence? Several times, you know, where, what's the evidence that she was doing you, that 
she, Sasha, was doing this. Oh, she was. But whatever, what evidence? Well, here, here's a screen recording. It has to be, it doesn't matter, screenshot, screen recording, it doesn't matter. It has to be, or else it's fake. You can fake a screen recording, too. Uh, there's a reason why folks use screenshots as well, and in a lot of aspects. And that, But all in all, this is not the first time you've been part of drama, I've been part of drama. Um, and the sad part of it is, is a lot of times we're, we're the people who's reporting on a problem and then suddenly right. we're the problem for reporting on the problem. And it's like, I, wait, because like at the end of the day, you and I, it, even though we're jokingly referred to as conspiracy theorists, we're like people who look at stuff going, uh, this shit's adding up this way. I'm getting two plus two equals four. And you're getting 22. I think your math is fucked, homie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, like that, there's that certain gentleman uh, back in, I think it was 2021, uh, that he was a, a publicist uh, for uh, certain people and all this, that, and other thing. And he was having drama with folks on Mick Manhattan show. And if I remember correctly at the time, uh, and he was like, this guy was like, well, uh, I'm surprised you were on Mick's show he, with this person. He's uh, an, he's an ist. He was on, you know, uh, a show saying uh, an inappropriate terminology. And I said, well, is that so? He's like, yeah, that's what happened. I'm like, what's the name of the show? What's the timestamp? Because if he said this on a show, I want to be able to go to that show, that episode, either watch it or hear it, and therefore I could hear him actually say it, and I could address it with Mick and everything else. And this gentleman, oh, uh, there is a. It was what we in the biz called a a conference call. That's not a show. But no. your terminology in that your biz is different than terminology in my is you have no evidence it's yep. just your word against his you have no screen grabs you have no recording of it you, there is no audio evidence in regards to this convince me that he actually said this oh that's uh i have no way of doing that but that's what he said what's she saying well i no 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 that's not the issue if he he said it I want to hear him. He's saying X. You're saying Y. There's no proof saying. It. And from what I'm concerned is that you could be coaching her to say that he said this shit because exactly. you know. And he's like, "Well, if, if you don't, you know, reject this and reject him, you're not going to be able to uh, get all these, you know, these celebrities on your show to interview this, that, and the other." I'm like, "You're not doing that now." You know, exactly. it's like you're not doing that now. Uh, and there are people that you instruct me to put in contact with that are after I get in contact with them, you're, they're turning around telling me that they're dropping you. So why should I stick with you? Exactly. And... It's it's ridiculous. But the thing I find is as terrible as it sounds, this happens. And I'm not saying that it happened at other conventions and with other genres, but for some odd reason, you get some of the most hateful, ignorant, 
assholeish people in the horror community, and I just don't get it. I just don't. It just it's like right. Good number. Uh, while Sasha was doing that, I was checking uh, because I am a type two diabetic. I was checking my numbers, and I uh, got a good number. So good, good. With that, uh, I think uh, we've been at this like close to three hours, if not a little bit longer. We started what five thirty six, something six, like that, something like that. Well, I said I promise so, we're gonna have a double sized episode, even though um, a lot of that was I'm going to pre show. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure, but hey, hey, hey! It took a while. It, it's good to have these. This, like I said, folks, this episode was probably uh, chopped up into two parts. One is going to be dropping on uh, probably dropped on the usual Wednesday. The other one is dropping on will be dropping on Black Friday sometime. So, yep. So you can enjoy watching that after you uh, enjoy consumerism and mass consumption the day before. I'll probably be dropping the full three out this whole thing on Black Friday, but audio the folks at home listening to audio, you're probably hearing this section on Black Friday. So, yep. Hope you bought your big screen TV and you killed a few mm-hmm. people doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, remember, folks, wait if you're recording at, at any uh. Uh, chaos on Black Friday. Do not hold your phone like you're making fall. Turn it on its side. Yes, <laughs> we want that not vertical. <laughs> we want that full widescreen presentation. <laughs> right. So, we, um, because of all this, we hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. If you celebrate Thanksgiving, uh, if not, uh, hope you uh, have a wonderful, I think it already happened, a Happy new Colonizers Day of mass consumption. Uh, uh, let me put it like this, even though it might have happened already. May you have a wonderful wolfen newt. There we Look go. it up. Yes, I'm familiar. So, so with that, as I, as I always say, you know, take care, creep it real, and unpleasant streams. And he's a gamer, and he's in a bikini. And I'm, right. <laughs> and if you want to me, if you want to see that, it's going to cost you money. Tip jar in the description down below. As always, I'm a gamer. I might be wearing a bikini. We're out. All right, let me pop this down and stop recording. Where are you at? There it is. Ha ha.
And now, the Long Coat Mafia Podcast. It's a Long Coat Mafia Podcast! You screeding up! Hello everyone, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the reboot slash repost episode. If you have any questions, comments, or smart remarks, you can always send them my way at our email, which is longcoatmafia at gmail.com, or post them in the uh, te- the pinned post on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash the Long Coat Mafia podcast. All the links are in the description down below. And just to let you know, this is the after show. And with the after show, a lot of what I am about to say or do say uh, is updates, my opinion on everything, because when they are posted up on our Podbean account, differ slightly at times, so a lot could happen between then and this recording, so I'm going to give you a couple of updates or my opinions on those updates as so be it. So just wanted to let you all know that now. As you heard, this is my time to rant and rave and give you all any uh, uh, additions to what was talked about, updates and so forth and so on. But since there is no updates to what was talked about in the initial recording that happened this past Sunday... Um, but there have been a few things that happened that I wish to talk about myself, or at least rant and rave, and if not, inform some of you all in regards to what's going on, and a few things that I wish to add to this week's episode. First things first, to kind of continue with the whole uh, drama things that have been happening over the past... 24, 48 hours, and that is the fact of uh, what's been happening with Pokimane. Uh, Pokimane is a female YouTuber streamer, uh, whether she streams on Twitch or uh, you here on, oh, I'd say here on YouTube, but on YouTube, uh, she's been getting a lot of drama lately in regards to some of the merch she's been selling and what she said on a stream that happened, uh, again, within the past 24, 48 hours as of this recording. And that is, uh, her first bit of drama is that in regards to her merch and what she, uh, in essence, branded. Uh, like a lot of YouTubers nowadays, they're selling coffee, uh, cookies, uh, Philip DeFranco selling coffee, the quartering selling coffee, uh, heck, uh, the, so what some people have called the conservative YouTuber himself, Tim Pool, is considering starting a coffee business himself. So it, this is nothing new. But Pokimane uh, decided uh, not to go down the coffee route, but to sell cookies. And these cookies are gluten-free. But a lot of folks uh, are critiquing Pokemon in regards to this aspect, saying the packaging and how the cookies look and how the what the ingredients are are very similar to another brand that's out there. And they, they're not sure whether or not this brand that's out there teamed up with Pokemon to let them use their cookies and so forth and so on. But right now, that's not the issue. What is the issue, though, is that 
these cookies, or at least what happened in regards to Pokemon and her audience, is the price of the cookies. These cookies are $28. Yes, you heard me. $28. Now, hold up. It's not $28 a pack. It's $28 for four packs of cookies. Think of, like if you went down to down the cookie aisle, not so much the cookie, the candy aisle, and saw a pack, a very large pack of M&Ms or uh, Kit Kats or something like that. Like those little, fam not once so much family size, but those little individual wrapped sizes. It's just like the uh, for lunches and all that. It might be it might be like a half pound or something like that. It's maybe about eight inches tall or something like that. Maybe about four inches wide. Uh, a packaging that's similar to that. And it's for these packs of cookies for $28. But again, these package these cookies are gluten-free. Now, where does this drama happen with Pokemon and one of her, at least her audience? Now, on a live stream, somebody, uh, from what you can gather from the clip that's been cir circulating around, and what a lot of other YouTubers have been pointing out, uh, she pretty much says, uh, why do you have to be so poor? And it's not $28 for a pack. Why can't you do math? It's four packs for $28. And she says this with a sarcastic tone. Similarly to how I'm going to phrase it now. Why do you have to be poor and why are you bad at math? They're it's not $28 for one. It's a four-pack, so it's $7 a pack. You don't have $7 to spend. Pretty much uh, how she said it and how I said it, makes, it seems like somebody brought it up, you know, $28 so is a little bit of expensive, expensive, especially nowadays you spend on cookies. And she, made again, made the comment to this person, uh, that what are they poor and they don't have $28 plus tax and shipping to, uh, to spend. Now, as I've been told, again, as I've told all of you, these cookies are reportedly gluten-free. And from what I've been told, packs of gluten-free cookies can fall between the $5 and $10 range. But Pokimane did not say this to her uh, audience, did not say it to the person that was in chat and commented. She said what her phrasing to this person was, what are you, poor? They're not, it's not $28 for one. It's, are you bad at math? It's four for $28, meaning it's $7 a pack. Now, I'm one of those folks, and Sasha is more than welcome to call me out on the next time we record that it's what you said, not and in this case, it's also what you meant. Because you did not say that the reason why it's $28 or $7 a pack, it's because gluten-free cookies can cost... Five to set five to ten dollars a pack. This is within the market range for something that is gluten free. 
She did not say that. She pretty much insulted her audience member, which a lot of folks... Now, let me say this. This is a glowing trend with a lot of YouTubers out there that have made it big and seemingly have lost their humbleness or they lost their way. They get 10, 20, 30 grand a month in. They are living the high life. They don't have to worry about money. They don't realize that they got this money off the back of their their watchers, their listeners, and everything else, and they want to possibly milk them more, especially during right now, uh, when things are very snug for a lot of folks. Uh, and instead of like saying, hey, uh, we understand uh, this can be expensive, instead of her saying, yeah, uh, I understand it's expensive, but the reason why it's so high, it's because it's gluten-free. It's, you know, this, this gluten-free products are this, right? No, she just says, what are you for? Give, in essence, what are you poor? I want more money from you. And that's what it comes off as. And a lot of YouTubers are doing this. And it's uh, they're not coming off as humble. Yes, there are a lot of uh, big-time YouTubers that are humble. They understand that they their listeners, their uh, viewers might be strapped for cash and they understand that and they ask politely, hey, if you're able to support the channel by buying merch, it's there for you to buy. Heck, even we do that on our show in regards to everything. We under, Even though we have a tip jar, we, have, we are sponsored with W Energy, we have a Patreon and everything else, we understand that times are tough. And we also let all of you know that if you can't afford buying something from Dubby and using our code, or you can't support, you know, you can't support a membership to Sasha's OnlyFans or to our Patreons or anything like that, that sharing uh, to by subscribing to us on a whatever podcasting platform on YouTube. On you know, following us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and following Sasha on you know, if you're able to follow uh, follow her on OnlyFans, doing so you know, especially with the audio podcast like this and our YouTube channel, hitting that subscribe button helps us greatly. Uh, subbing to us on like Good Pods, Apple Podcasts, or uh, a platform similar to them helps us a lot listening helps us a lot rating our shows on the platforms that let you uh rate them and commenting on the uh leaving a comment uh helps us a lot that's why we we tell you if you can't do uh support us with funds even though it's much appreciated it liking our shows, supporting us, emailing us, leaving comments on places that we're able to see those comments helps us greatly. And we're happy for that. Sharing links of our shows on social media, retweeting us, uh, and 
uh, sharing our posts on Facebook helps us a lot. We we are at least on our end. Our end. Uh, let me put it like that. Yes, I repeated that twice. At least on our end, the long coat, the end of us here at Long Coat Mafia Podcast. Uh, subscribing, uh, hitting that follow button or that like button on Facebook. We we have so many bots that follow us on Instagram, on Facebook, on tw- on Twitter, and I think there's a few on uh, YouTube because we don't get that many listens. We're lucky if we get five or ten. If we get f- we don't on our YouTube channel, we're lucky if we get one or two from our subscribers. We don't get that many from uh, outside of uh, our subscribers. The bulk of them are from non-subscribers on both, like on the audio side, on the video side. Heck, we don't see any uh, likes or anything like that. Heck, on our latest post on Instagram, it was only 12 views. 12 people saw it. I think maybe one person hit that like button. Uh, on the side of Facebook, not many people see us there. We have 500 followers on face Facebook, and barely 12 to 15 people see us there and interact with our posts. It's it's very hard to think. That's why hard to do, hard to get out there. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube buries our posts. That's why you. It's up to you to share our stuff. That's why we push that. We're not like Pokemon. Yeah, if we got $10, $20 in our tip jar or somebody, a bunch of people started to buy, use our link and buy W, we'd be ecstatic. If somebody gave us, that's why we also have a uh, uh, an Amazon wish list for you guys to do. Yes, some of it's expensive. But a lot of our stuff is wearing down here at our show. And that's why we have that. That way, you're, if you have those funds to spare, you can help that way. Uh, but we're not counting on you. We, we try to, we're of the mindset that we're going to do this ourselves. It's there if you wish to help us. And, but if you can't help us that way, you can also help us by sharing. We're not like someone like Pokemon that... It's like, why don't you have $5 as a membership? Don't you have $28 for merch? Don't you have this? It's it's there. We don't have we don't have their following, but if we did, we'd still be humble. We'd be grateful for all of you that do support us. So that's that bit of drama. We're ask, well, let me say this. We're not asking you to hop on the uh, Get Mad at Pokemon uh, drama, but look into it. Uh, if you want to leave a comment on our page, please do so. Be, be civil. Do not, you know, be mad at her. Don't do anything like that. We're not telling y'all, you know, anything like that. Look into it. Look into why people are mad. Look at the other commentaries in regards to why what she said is a bad thing and why being humble on this side of the platform and the visual side of the platform, whether meaning the podcast side or the visual side, is a good thing. I.e., being humble instead of being a an arrogant person. Now, 
the other thing I want to cover is by the time some of you hear this, it would be Black Friday. And um, a lot of, I know there are some of you out there, Sasha's a PlayStation fangirl, if you will, and I am a Xbox fanboy, so to speak. Uh, though uh, I see the post for the Black Friday deals for PlayStation, uh, I'm not into that because I use my Xbox more than I use my PlayStation. So I did look into what deals they had. Maybe they had a deal for PlayStation, one of the tiers for PlayStation Plus, and it's still not really worth my time for it since I'm not on my PlayStation that much. Gaming, um, as I am on my Xbox a little bit more, but a lot of the comments on um, Sony's P PlayStation post in regards to their Black Friday deals, uh, it's uh, they're not worth it. I'm always I'm seeing a lot of negativity pop up than positivity, uh, and it's a lot of the same old, same old in regards to. Uh, it's just like oh, uh, it's stuff that I don't want. Not so much. Well, if you don't want it, then fine. You don't have to buy any of it. But a lot of it's like, well, the price is, you know, it's always the crap stuff that's on sale. Uh, it's not worth, the sales are not worth it. Or some of the games and stuff that they are for set that is for sale on the PlayStation side. Um, it's like, well, they say 50% off and a lot of stuff is only 25, uh, X, Y, and Z. But me being on the xbox side i want to say there's a, always a good deal uh, always a good deal now there i don't let me give it a search i am going to pull up the pandora's box because as i you're going to hear the clicking uh, of my controller for the pandora borderlands uh pandora's box it is on sale the pandora's box for thirty dollars that's right, $30 for the Pandora's box. Uh, that is uh, like well over, that is 60% off, pretty much, yeah, 60% uh, off. Uh, I don't know if it's just for me, but um, I'll say this. Though you might hear a lot of flack for uh, in regards to Borderlands and what Gearbox is doing, uh, I want to get in touch with uh, a streamer and YouTuber that covers Pandora's box. Maybe we could have something, you know, just a half hour, half an hour talking about Pandora, uh, Borderlands and all that. Uh, I'll have to speak to him. Um, maybe I'll flip the bill for $15 so we could have a nice long conversation. But uh, while he's streaming or something like that on with Zoom. But uh, let me say this. Uh, I... I'm a cheap bastard. Uh, I said that before, and I said it. Uh, I think I said it a few minutes ago. Bundles like Pandora, like the Borderlands Pandora's box, which has all the DLC, has from has um, all the games, all you know from border the original Borderlands, all the DLC. Um, it has everything. It has. Uh, Everything from the first Borderlands to the current. 
now. Uh, it says here, uh, the description for the first time ever get all six Borderlands adventures together in one mayhem-fueled package. You're getting uh, the entire Borderlands franchise, which is Borderlands, Borderlands 2, the pre-sequel, Tales from the Borderlands, Borderlands 3, New Tales uh, from uh, New Tales from the Borderlands, as well as all the all their add-on content. I think you are not getting Tiny Tina's Wonderland, but uh, you're getting uh, Borderlands, Borderlands 2, the pre-sequel, Tales, uh, Borderlands 3. Yeah, you're getting those six games. Core Borderlands games for it for thirty right now. This is a hundred and fifty dollar value for thirty bucks. Um, whether or not, let me see this in regards to. Uh, I'm going to sign out of this account and sign in to one of my other accounts that I use. That is not a Game Pass member. Well, you're getting it's still uh, cheap. Now, if you're not a, a Game Pass Ultimate subscriber and you just get got your Xbox uh, Series X or Series S, and you again you don't have Game Pass or whether it's the Core or Ultimate, uh, it's fifty dollars plus tax for the Borderlands Pandora's box, which is not a bad deal. Literally, it's not a bad deal uh, for it. That is, again, still two-thirds off. And you get a lot of Black Friday deals. Um, now, the listing I have is a lot of their uh, backwards compatibility stuff. And when you have games such as uh, the Call, Call of Duty Black Ops 2 for $15, that is a wonderful deal. Me, personally, I go for the bundles like the Pandora... Pandora's box. Uh, if you don't want to buy, you want just want to buy like Borderlands Three. That is nine dollars. Wait, ain't bad. Nine dollars. Uh, the uh, super deluxe edition is twenty dollars for Borderlands Three. But uh, like I said, you you can get stuff like the uh, Master Chief Collection. I'm sure I saw the Master Chief Collection as part of this. Um, but a lot of their uh, classic stuff, like the backwards compatibility. Let me bring up that article in regards to it. Um, you can get stuff like uh, Kingdom for Kelf Kelflings for 75% off. World of Kel Kelflings for 75 uh Alan Wake for 67% off. Um... Battle Shock, uh, Battle Block Theater for 60%. Uh, Call of Duty 2 and 3 for half off. Uh, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, half off. A lot of Call of Duty stuff is uh, about half off. Uh, Black Ops 2 was 70% off. So if you're a Call of Duty fan and you want to play some of the older stuff, this is a good time to do it. Uh, if you're an old school Castlevania fan... You, and you don't have a lot of the Castlevania stuff on, for your Xbox, they're 67 to 75% off. Cost, the old uh, cost, Costume Quest is 75% off. Uh, some Disney stuff is 75% off. Uh, the fa Fable and Fallout stuff is between 50 and 75% off. Uh, you have 
a lot of old stuff. Hey, you want to play Grand Theft Auto 4? It's 65% off. You have, and you got kids. You don't want them to have the violent stuff. The Lego stuff is 75% off. You, There is a lot of stuff here for you to uh, go down the rabbit hole. Uh, the original Red Dead, not uh, Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Revolver is 40% off. Uh, some of the uh, Resident Evil stuff is 80% off. So you have... You have some stuff that's here. A lot of the Star Wars stuff is between 50 and 75% off. So if you haven't played the old school uh, Star Wars stuff, it is there. It is there for you to play and get on the cheap. Now, I'm scrolling down. And as stated, uh, let's bring it up in regards to... Uh, Destiny's on sale. It's always on sale. Uh, as stated, I want to. It's thank God it's alphabetical. Everybody, uh, Halo: The Master Chief Collection is ten bucks. That's not including. Now I'm going for the uh, without being a Game Pass subscriber. Uh, it's ten dollars. It's Master Chief Collection. That is not does not include the Halo Reach and the Halo ODST. Uh, DLC. So if you include that, um, uh, it is uh, going to be cheaper. I won't say cheaper. It's going to be a little bit more. But uh, bank on, I'll say thirty bucks a little bit more in regards to uh, total. That is for everything uh, with the the DLC and all that. Granted. Uh, it is, uh, I don't know if you get the DLC with uh, uh, Game Pass Ultimate, but if you want to own games like Halo Master Chief Collection, it's 10 bucks. if you don't want to have that membership. But if you want to play online, you're going to need the Core, at least the Game Pass, uh, um, Game Pass Core. Now, the other thing I want to say, like I said, Cheap Bastards, uh, I'm a Cheap Bastard. And uh, bundles like Pandora's Box, Master Chief Collection. Another one you can pick up is the Rare Replay aspect. These are, you get over 30 games. That, and plus you get to play the, uh, uh, the GoldenEye, the classic Nintendo game GoldenEye. Uh, as long as you get it on di digital, and it's 750 right now if you're not a Game Pass uh, subscriber, but it is included with Game Pass. But I recommend buying it that way. If your subscription runs out, you still have it to play. And it's not just one game. You're getting over 30 games. So that's the thing. With like something like uh, Pandora's Box, you're getting six games total to play and all the DLC. With rare games like Rare Replay, you're getting all, all these games. 30 games for you know, like with the Pandora's box, six games, fifty dollars. That's even if you want to include the tax, that's close to ten dollars a game. That's pretty decent. I'm, I'm saying um, uh, that's if you're looking to save money. Uh, Rare replay uh, for thirty dollar for thirty plus games, uh, or at minimum thirty games, iconic games is seven dollars. That that's 
dude, that's not even, that's less than, what, 70 cents a game or 10, uh, not even that, not even, it's less than a dollar a game, literally, uh, <laughs> literally, and normally it's sell, when it's not on sale, it's 30 bucks, which is a dollar a game, so, and it's really discounted, uh, and the Master Chief collection is four, four games for 10 bucks, and that's 250 a game right there, you get to have, uh, four games, all the DLC, so, and if you want to include, uh, Let's say $30 for five games. That's $6 a game right there. Uh, still, you get a chance to that. But search out these deals, uh, like Black Friday deals. And if you're buying an Xbox for uh, a child or a husband or a partner, whatever, uh, what you want to do is, like always, if you get it on a Black Friday and you Pick and you have the extra funds to pick up these deals. One, may I recommend if you get an Xbox or even a PlayStation, make it a pawn pawn shop find, and make sure it actually works uh, first. But if you buy new, there's lots of bundles out there right now. Uh, the Series S is a good gateway Xbox system for you, uh, and it could go as low as two fifty, if not lower. Uh, depending on where you buy and what day you buy. If you do buy an Xbox, whether it's Series X or Series S, brand new, plug it in, give it some updates, um, create an account that uh, is neutral, if you will, um, or create yourself an account and buy some of these games. Uh, meaning that way you could play with your partner and if, especially if, if, if it's for a child, um, create your account with that and put them on, you know, that way when they create their account on that system, they could log in, they could uh, immediately play those games and have something to play with on that system. Give them an, uh, if you know that they like first person shooters, then again, Pandora's Box. Uh, Master Chief Collection, maybe even Rare Replay will be the perfect stuff for them and Call of Duty. Pick up some of the games for them. Yes, there's free games on like Fortnite, Roadblocks, and uh, Apex Legends, but there is you have some baseline for them to, for to use and something in their library for them to use. And on that note, uh, I'm going to head on out of here. I'm going to edit the Friday episode, which is part two of this. So uh, stick around, hit that subscribe button, and I'll speak to you guys on Friday. So for now, I'm the Reverend Godfather, a.k.a. the Martinsburg Madman, and... I'm a gamer, and I'm wearing a bikini. See you next time on the Long Coat Mafia.